I don't, did you, I don't know, like, there, she's out there. You're the Florida version of Sex in the City, JV. That's what I was smoking my cigar. <laughs> don't be an asshole today. with even starting a little bit later because hey guess what what the whole country is off work now for the next four days oh nice the queen, what's going on it's the queen's jubilee oh yeah okay so i saw something in my pride research about that <laughs> you really going on in, in for that and for pride not really huh <laughs> Well, you know, it's, um, this is probably going to be her last Jubilee, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, right. Normally, yeah. Normally they would, you'd get, this is the uh, June bank holiday. So you would get Friday off, but because of the Jubilee, you got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Oh, so okay. A lot going on. They've got like, um, we have an <laughs> entire TV channel devoted to all the events that are going on. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. yeah. There's like a huge stage set up in front of the palace. They've got all kinds of entertainment um, happening. There's street parties everywhere. Neighborhoods are just like, you know, having block parties and bunting is up all over the place. And yeah, it's a big freaking deal. So that's it, man. Today was my Friday. <laughs> nice. I like the hairdo. The do just a messy bun today. Just a messy bun. A lot of cleaning. A lot of uh, getting <laughs> things wrapped up so we can actually chill out a little bit uh, tomorrow. And then I think um, Hazel's coming over. We're doing uh, a little like you know dinner thing. Hopefully the weather will be nice because it's been like I feel like someone is standing at a rain cloud and doing this. <laughs> turning it on, turning it off, turning right. it on, turning it off. That's like here. That's happening yeah. here. Yeah. But you know, just, it's, always, it's always Florida. We got yeah. rained out on Sunday. That yes. Was... I knew. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. First of all, you sent me the podcast so early and I'm like, what is she doing <laughs> so early? And you're like, I have I an early even, gig. I hadn't even been to bed yet when I sent you that. And then oh, we had the early, for me, the gig was early because we had to be there at 1245. And to start for three, it was an afternoon thing. And, uh, and the rain, the, our drummer got there first. See, when you're early, it's not always great because he yeah. got all set up and it rained and none of us had even left the house yet. And so it goes, when it rains, it pours. But you know what, it's, um, it's okay because it's, I mean, today is the start of Pride Month. So yes. happy Pride, it's a big deal. Yes, um, I'm actually prepared with a few items today to show you. So really, me too. Yeah, well, okay. like you know, <laughs> like go over the the because I mean, if you think about it, like Pride's been canceled like two years in a row. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, like as far as live events go, like people were doing whatever they could, obviously, to engage people to do virtual things. Um, and I think like out of all of that, when I look back, my favorite thing was um, the pride porch parties 
where yeah. people would, yeah. Yeah. would do the virtual the virtual party from their porch. I loved it. <laughs> I thought that was way cool. But so now everybody is able to get together, mm -hmm. and, you know, face to face pride. Like I think this is, you know, we're. I want to say back to normal, but I, I'm sure people are still a little bit weary, but whatever. So I, what I did was just, I have a list of things that are kicking off this week. Okay. Okay. So the first one, June 1st, Mobile, Alabama. Yeah. Uh, the Mobile Carnival Museum is hosting a month-long exhibit of Mobile's uh, LGBTQ organizations, and they are... Um, They've got like over uh, a, a, a whole bunch of artists and stuff and installations and everything all month long. So that's pretty progressive for Alabama and, and well done. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah sure. right. Also on uh, June 1st, Toronto, uh, mm -hmm. Toronto Pride starts a month long festival, uh, of course, in person uh, and programming that'll showcase 300 plus LGBTQ artists, 25 community curators and six signature events that you can find at pridetoronto.com. So that's cool. Uh, and then June 2nd, Pittsburgh. Yay. Oh, Pittsburgh, the home of, of queerest folk. Pittsburgh, <laughs> in my yeah. mind, because I live inside the TV sometimes. <laughs> my friends yeah. are in the TV. Okay. Right? <laughs> so they're kicking off a month-long uh, Pittsburgh Pride Revolution 2022, including a street party with local DJs, a Vogue dance battle. And then on June 3rd, they have Pride on the Shore with special guest Jesse J. And uh, an after party hosted by Trixie Mattel. So... Yeah. That's some big names. Well done, you, Pittsburgh. <laughs> and then, uh, is there uh, really a Liberty Avenue? Is that is really? No, is there I don't really think so. I, don't think okay. so. I just um, want to know how far deep I could go into this being friends uh, inside the TV. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> June third through June fifth is WeHo, WeHo Pride in West Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Out Loud Raising Voices Music Festival will be kicking off uh, with the street fair. And then the WeHo Pride Parade is on June 5th in the heart of the Rainbow District. Mm -hmm. uh, June 4th and 5th, Naples Pride in Florida. What? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's a big, um, uh, it's getting, it's growing. Like, that's what I like about this. Naples Pride Weekend will include a street fest with entertainment, music, kids activities, food vendors, and drinks. And then on the fifth, there is a tea dance and pool party at the Holiday Inn Express in downtown Naples. So that's pretty cool. Wow. June 5th is San Juan, Puerto Rico's IGLTA Pride Festival. Well, it's actually the IGLTA Global Conference, but it mm -hmm. coincides with their Pride Festival. So that's gonna be huge. And then <laughs> uh, June 6th, Brooklyn. A week-long street uh, with drag bingo. And they're also having their first LGBTQ Youth Pride Parade, which is uh, a sundown event. That sounds pretty cool. And then over here on my side, June 8th in Sitges, Spain, which I have been to, believe it or not. Most people don't even, like, never even heard of it, but I have been <laughs> to Sitges. Um, and they are doing the 8th through the 12th. They have... Parties, music, uh, bar parties, street fest, and a parade on June 8th. And mm -hmm. then 
June 10th through the 18th is Ibiza, Ibiza Gay Pride oh. Parade. Um, you can look at look at all the events that are going on and during that uh, week long um, festival at ibizagaypride.eu. Mm-hmm. So that's just oh. a little bit. That's just wow. like literally the first week of June. So what wow. I propose is that uh, each show we mentioned something else that's going on somewhere. Definitely. I wish I was involved, you know, back in the day, I was involved in more than one pride event in, in a year or in a June. That's and how we met. <laughs> yes. And Stonewall, um, Wilton Manors is just, it's each individual bar is doing a stage and they couldn't tell me which bars it was. And I actually went down there and I you know, pounded the pavement and no one really knew much. And so I didn't get into anything this year. So I'm just going to be a, a spectator. I want to well, be so big. You said it. That's the magic word. Like if you, if you're not going to be playing, then at least go support, you know, go support. Oh, definitely. The, the yeah, I mean, I, and whatnot. I'll probably go pass out some rainbow remix. Uh, maybe I should pass out some rainbow remix material. There you go. There you go. Spread our joy uh, all over the drive. Get the yeah. word out. <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, but now I'm thinking like, I don't think outside the box, like, why didn't I think there's St. Pete pride? There's, uh, there's, you know, everywhere like Naples. That's huge. St. Pete pride yeah. is really, really big. Yeah. And like, I should have thought about that yeah. because I, you know, I like to travel to go play. So I, you know, I, yeah, next those, aren't, those aren't far. Those are like, you know, those are easy trips to make. That's, that's yeah. true. Orlando pride is always big. Oh Yeah. Definitely yeah. next year I will be doing the pride thing. And we have a couple here in February. Um, isn't isn't Lake Worth? Palm Beach is February, right? March? No, yeah, they, do theirs, they do theirs in a week, like March, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think because of the weather. Because yeah, you know, I missed it. I left on March 7th and I think it was like the following weekend. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And typically yeah. that Stonewall and Wilton Manors, every year it was a deluge. It was like it yeah. rained like beyond that they couldn't put yeah, hands yeah, yeah. People ran away and they, you know, they had their uh, tents, all the vendors would shut down and then they would open back up again. And 20 minutes later, it would start raining again. And, you know, yeah. it just the music it never went it, it Like an incredible amount of steam, which I hated because it, it was like, <laughs> oh my God. And one year I remember since we're doing a little reminiscing about that. Um, I was, I think it was when I first met you girls, I was, uh, had um, an article about me in Express, Gay News Express, and um, they interviewed me for the article, and like most times, I had no idea what it would say, or if it was going to be on the cover, actually, I made the cover, and I didn't know I was going to be on the cover, so that was exciting, so (laughs) my niece, and my niece's husband at the time was in my band, and my niece was there and my band was playing in that particular pride fest. And I, I go around looking for the paper. Cause I'm like, Oh, I know I'm in the paper. I want to go find it. And I can't find it anywhere. And I head back to the stage and I see everyone in the band with the paper open and the headline saying lesbian rocker, JD Danner out and proud lesbian rocker, JD Danner to pray, play pride fest. And, you know, opens up in this, article whatever it said oh in and my niece like here's the whole band reading it by the stage and I, and I, I if I had had like a Kodak moment <laughs> that was it <laughs> and my niece goes is there something you want to tell us JD and I'm like 
no what what oh my god because i know i was not ready at that point to make the announcement they they made it they made it happen made it and they were waiting the funny thing is is like we talked about this before like sometimes we're the last to know and we think no one else knows right and they were just like figuring okay she's finally going to say it you know it was no surprise to anyone i was the one surprised that that's what it said in the headline because i'm like where did they get this from why would they say that not even a little blurb (laughs) cover that's hysterical and as i'm wearing my doc martens and you know whatever my my gay pride whatever i was wearing that day you know i'm like how could they think that (laughs) my mullet (laughs) oh my god 90s, well, like, you know what? Going on, you know, it was funny. It was hindsight, funny. Hindsight is 2020. Yeah. <laughs> and my gay cousins were there. And my gay, and he was my mom's age. He since has passed away. He was there with his husband and he, and he texts me. No, I don't even think we had texting yet. He emailed me when I got home. I knew you were more than family in one way. I knew oh, this about you. And I, I where I am typing him vehemently denying it you know i just no, no, i know <laughs> <laughs> oh the good old I days not, i was not fooling him because he too was married for 25 years until he finally came out it's so that, that's you know, exactly yeah, what it yeah, was yeah, yeah. so <laughs> we think we're the last we think we're i don't know sometimes we are the last to know right i look back at my pictures like <laughs> I've been looking for pictures for my um, baby, younger pictures, you know, when I was a kid for my life in a song show, because I'm going to be doing some little videos to promote it. And I'm like looking at pictures of myself thinking, wow, I used to like to wear little boy clothes back then. And I hated when my mother would put me in a dress. I was actually crying in this dress that she was making me wear for some occasion. Yeah, I got some, I have some beauts from, uh, my communion, it was like one of the biggest fights I ever had with my mom. We got (laughs) back from the church and I swear to God, my mother still had the house keys in her hand and I was in my room and I was throwing off the dress and putting on my little jeans and baseball shirt and my Cincinnati Reds. (laughs) And my mother was like furious. She's like, we have to take pictures and then, (laughs) nope. Did not, uh, didn't, didn't. And as a matter of fact, when I was home and me and my mom were going through photo albums, we we came across the picture of me in my little Cincinnati Reds hard hat. And um, uh. it was like, yeah, that was your communion day. That was your communion day. And then, you know what? That's funny. Gotta me. I got to be me. <laughs> you got to do you. Got to do me. Well, I'm having some absolute um, pride. Absolutely. Oh, that's perfect for today's that's show. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yep, that is prideful of you. Prideful. I don't have any pride things. <laughs> it's like I really do not. I I have like a few little rainbow knickknacks, and that's I don't. I'm not. I don't done. even have. I don't even think I. I do have a gay shirt on, but it's under here. Oh, oh well, we'll we'll wait. <laughs> my, my pride docs. Perfect. Oh, look at you're so prideful. I think they still have these uh, on Doc Martin website. They had another version of them years ago, which was actually more like this bottle. Yeah. And they a little bit like clown shoes. The whole shoe was that. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So this 
cool because it's the laces and the and it's got the stitching is also it's hard to see but the stitching is colors too that's pretty cool yeah yeah so i just did a photo shoot and i wore those in the photo shoot and the girls the girl that did the photo shoot also had docs on and she just loved those i have so many pictures featuring my shoes and after a while i'm thinking why did I take so many pictures of the shoes? Because, you know, one was good. Picture I love shoes. that you um, like premiered your photo shoot before your photo shoot <laughs> is actually available. So like, I, I only a, a full court press with the PR that coming up. <laughs> this is a picture of me at my photo shoot. This is a photo of me at my photo shoot. I was it was a teaser for the thousand pictures. She took well over a thousand pictures. So I maybe I'll get one or two out of the thousand that I like. So we'll <laughs> yeah. see. That's usually that's, how it goes, isn't it? It's so hard. That's to the way I work, yeah. But she and seems I'm, very creative and artistic and, and fun. So it should, that all that stuff should be awesome when it comes out yeah yeah, yeah. she was uh, they come from chicago these two girls they're a couple and the one girl is doing some uh pr for me and her girlfriend is the photographer and so they were they they're in they live in chicago but they have another client on the west coast so they went over to the west coast in naples and then they came over here for a day and they went back and they were like so um they were so excited about being in the in the warm weather because it was. I was going to say, weather. what a treat for them to get out. And, of <laughs> and here I am, like it's so hot. We're <laughs> not going to take too many outside pictures, and you know they didn't think about that. But right. Um, so we took some around the apartment, and then we went to uh, we went to Meisner, and we took some pictures there. And very cool. You know, but it was it was a nice day, and so it was nice to have the energy of young people to have that because you said the creativity like to yeah. just have the to have that other aspect you know of like yeah they like, had a cool oh, vibe to them yeah yeah vibe yes yeah. that's what i'm trying to say they awesome. had a really cool vibe they loved the car i got you know to out of back on the road to use but i was scared i was very very nervous because the brakes are you know it still needs some tlc it's not yeah. totally <laughs> yeah. road worthy so i'm like you know, hang on, it's girl. Worthy. It's photo worthy. It looks great in the picture. I said, this car is like most dating on dating sites. You know, the car looks great in the picture, but don't look too close and don't right. take it out on the road for too long. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Oh, <laughs> that is perfect. Well, that's good. That should be uh, good. And most of the stuff that you are uh, doing now, obviously, you know, the promotion and, and, and all that, you know, for your, for your music career, but you've also got a really important show that you're going to be doing at Arts Garage, but it, mm -hmm. it's in October, but it's a lot of work. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a lot of work. It's it literally your whole like life story and culminating with your coming out and your, and your music is going to, it's all your original music, right? Right. So I'm, there'll be one or two, maybe three covers that were significant to me in my life. And I need to write what they call a zine. Do you know what that is? It's like a mini magazine because it's, I don't have enough time to write like a biography. It'll, it'll kind of be like a playbill, right? Yeah, kind of like a playbill. Yeah. yeah. And so I need to start working on that now. So I think I had some suggestions, which you were telling me about when you write your book, you kind of have the, an outline. 
Yeah. And then you come yeah. through. And that's what this person suggested to me. You make the outline from the beginning to the end and then fill it in. And, you know, it's kind of the best way to do that. So, yeah. But it's, yeah. It's the process. It's, you know, when I was, when I was uh, writing, everything was, was coming so easy. Um, and, the, and, and you just don't know when to stop. You know, mm -hmm. like that for me was, it was a huge issue. Like I just didn't know when to stop. And then the, I felt like the editing was harder than the actual writing. Yeah. You know, to let go of some things or to change some things right. so deeply, you know, like you're, I don't want to change that. I don't want to change right, right. What do you but, leave? What do you take yeah, away? Right. Yeah. yeah. It's really, it's a, uh, it's like a Sophie's choice every three seconds, you know? So um, yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> I am actually, today's June 1st. I had to get past that show this past weekend, which didn't happen, but we were rehearsing for it. Now, June 1st was my date of, okay, June 1st, I'm starting. I got to crack it. Yeah, I got to crack it. Yep. <laughs> you, think you have so much time, but you never do. And I came up, this was my other Pride Month little gem that I found. I totally forgot. I took one of my songs from my very first CD and I made it into a dance version. And it was like, kind of like believe, like shares believe, like that style dance. Okay. And I totally forgot about it. So I'm like, I'm going to do, I'm going to put that on my, on my, actually, I'm going to put it on the end of the, of this show. So it'll be, okay. I'll have to right. show with it. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to put it on my, my social media. I'm going to put it yes. called the lover you once knew. And I never really released it. I did it. And I didn't feel like I sounded great doing that kind of music. Like I, but I'm listening back to it now. I'm like, that was pretty good. Like, why didn't I, why did I put it out there? You know, but it was, I was doing country music then and it was so yeah. different. From everything right. I did. Right. And yeah. One little part. I want to hear that. I do. Yeah. There's this one little part where I do like a speaking thing, but it's kind of a rap kind of a thing. And then somebody what told me- What is happening here? Like, you know, you're way too white to rap. You really should not be rapping. And I'm like, <laughs> you're you not, not like soulful enough, you know, to be rapping, but I did it anyway. And I'm like, listen, sometimes they rap in country music now. So they brought it back a little bit. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to send you that when we're done. I'm going to oh, send good. you that. I want my own, my very own copy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah you, I mean, you have been uh, like, you're, you went from, Hey, let's do a podcast because, you know, I'm not playing out right now. It's <laughs> not that much going on. Right. Two, uh, two years later, just layering the the things that you've you've got to do, <laughs> the events that you've got to do. I can never say I didn't try every avenue of everything, including True. the dance song. But I always but, feel like like for me, like I um I go I go big for I go big and hard for a long time and then it exhausts me. And I'm back <laughs> in like, oh, I can't. I'm too old for this, you know? So <laughs> I, I found the, just the perfect thing. Um, and I, I, I've, I've told you about this, but I don't know that we've talked a lot about it on the show, but so I have this friend, Linda Anderson, who is an amazing writer, director, producer, and she um, is, is very into animation right now. So mm -hmm. she, 
we've been friends since like 2006. We met at my very first Girls at Gay Days event in 2006. Mm, like, wow. She was one of the first people that uh, Donna and I met at this, at Girls at Gay Days. And we were there with all a bunch of homo guys. Like mm-hmm. we were with a bunch of Mo's and we didn't really know anything. You know, we only knew, like I always say, like we're very familiar with our three foot by three foot square, you know, like centers <laughs> yeah. in Fort Lauderdale. We didn't, we right, went right. to Orlando or anything. So this was huge for us. And this was like, they went all out. The guys like rented a villa and we all stayed there. It was like me, Donna, Vicky, and probably like five guys all stayed yeah, in this one yeah. villa. And they drove us to the girls' events, like the girls' hotel, and just dropped us off one night. <laughs> and we didn't know what to do or what we were supposed to be doing, but they were premiering like a short um, called Tell Me. And it was directed by Lynn, written and directed by Linda Anderson. So, you know, we had the privilege of, of getting, you know, to meet her before mm-hmm. the, the, mm-hmm screening and and we got to go to the screening and all that and we just had like a lot in common like I feel like we sat and talked you know for the rest of the evening and every after after that like every girls at gay days we would always see each other and we kept in touch on Facebook and everything and then her and her wife moved to California because that's Linda was like serious about filmmaking and you know she knew that she needed to be in the epicenter of it you know and that's when I was moving here um, and we still like kept in touch and stuff, but you know, you know, life kind of gets in the way and you just don't keep up unless you see something or you give something a like on Facebook or whatever. Well, I get this email from Linda a couple of weeks ago saying, I, I listen, I just wrote this script um, and I'm doing it in cartoon. And I wanted to know if you would do some voice work for me for some of the characters. And I was like, what? So I read the script and I loved it. And it was so integral to our friendship because when I made it out to LA in like 2009, I think, um, mm-hmm. or maybe it was after that, maybe it was 2009. I don't know. But anyways, Linda picked me up to take me to lunch and the entire afternoon, all she did was bitch about the parking in LA, like just <laughs> constantly. So she, um, told me that, uh, there's nobody parks in LA. And I, I distinctly remember her saying that, so I get the script and it's called Nobody Parks in LA. And wow. it is exactly oh, about great. that. So I was like, oh, this is full circle. So I did the voice work and it was really fun, but I it made you really understand how difficult it is to make a cartoon. Like, yeah. you know, when we were talking about it, you know, after I had finished my work and we were just catching up, she was telling me what it takes. And I was just like, oh my God, like you got to have some serious patience. So I told her I had this idea of um, making some of our best bits from the lesbian lounge into little cartoon episodes, like really short five minute little episodes and her face just lit up. And she was like, we can do this. We can do this. So uh, we contacted, she found an animator uh, through a website and it turns out that he lives 14 minutes from here, from me here in England. So her and his name is Steve Cavalcanti. He's a Brazilian, he lives here and he is an amazing animator. And he created cartoons of me and Donna and Vicky just from pictures. 
but um, like we got to know each other through messages and I was sending him links to some videos back in the studio, the old days and uh, pictures, uh, uh. And pictures and pictures. Like, do you have a side picture? Do you have a front on picture? Do you have a full length body picture? Finding all these pictures and then mm-hmm. you know, to see him create something that was so cute and so fun. And so now Linda is, we're gonna do what's called the TLL Tooncast. And it'll just be a couple of best bits of the lesbian lounge, but it'll be us in cartoon form. That is so, so cute. I love yeah. the idea. This is that just is my cute. speed. Like this is just my speed. Like I, you know, I I don't have to do that much. I mean, I Don and I are going to get together and record some lines for the teasers and the trailers and everything. But I'm finding like some really funny bits in old old shows. Mm-hmm. And just kind of like whittling them down to, you know, anywhere between three and seven minutes. Like when we have a good guest, like Kate McKinnon, or yeah, yeah. Uh, when we had um, Jill Zarin from Bravo's uh, Real Housewives of New York. Like those were like super funny shows. So I've just clipped those bits down and sent them to Linda. And mm-hmm. hopefully we'll have some laughs. Like it'll, it's, it's retro, but cartoon, like animation is, there's such an explosion of it right now. Oh yeah, you know? that is Jeez. so amazing. Like yeah. how everything you worked for and did all those years ago is now again, coming to life in a different way. In a I different think form, yeah. So cool. yeah. It, doesn't, like- it doesn't feel redundant. It just mm-hmm. feels like, because it was always a podcast, people never, I mean, there was a, a short time where they could see us when we were doing it live. Mm-hmm. When we just were putting out recordings of the podcast, right. you know, that, that took that away. So now it's like people can see a little bit of, of us, but in cartoons. Oh, form. yeah. Yeah. I so think it's that fun. it's just great that, you know, it's, it's, you never know in this business, you never know in life in general, but, yeah. you know, when something you worked on may come back to be relevant or come back to be something really cool that you thought was something you did back in the day. And it's just great that you'll be like immortalized as cartoon characters. Everyone gets that. Perfect. I'm so much better in a cartoon. It's amazing. (laughs) Um, And then the, you know, the funny part is, is like you, you learn things, you know, like I've been doing this now since 2006. So, you know, many, many years. Um, and here's what I've learned now is that I never labeled anything correctly. Oh, like every one of our 500 shows yeah. uh-huh. you know, over 10 years, uh-huh. every one of our shows is just the dates. Mm-hmm. That's it. I don't know who the guest is. I don't know what the topics were. So that part of it has been mind numbing to have to listen to two hours of show to figure out what's going on. I don't have a description anywhere. You know, and that's what I've learned now. Like that's to hard, yeah. something that'll jar my memory. Um, <laughs> yeah, because that yeah, I do good. that with with songs. You know, takes on songs. Like you know, you, you should write down which one. Oh, I like the vocals on this one. The backgrounds didn't work or something because mm-hmm. I listened to so much. Yeah. Um, so what? What um, was Donna like? Blown away? When yeah. You, yeah, because I hit her with it out of nowhere. Like I hit it with her out of nowhere. And it was right at this really busy time where she had to go to California for a conference. And then from California, she was going to Oregon to see her son. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. 
So then she gets back and I've sent her the scripts of the things that we need to record. And then I'm waiting to hear back from her and I don't hear back from her. Turns out her and Deb have COVID. Oh, she brought, well, she yeah. time to do that, right? <laughs> so I'm, yeah, so I'm down a week, <laughs> I'm down a week. But the good news is like Linda said, it's no big deal because she's working on the actual episodes. And when we get, you know, we get the stuff for the trailers or whatever, um, you know, she'll, it'll be ready to, she'll be ready to drop those into our characters. But, you know, for now she's got stuff to work on. It's not that big of a deal. And, yeah. and she, you know, she's actually finishing up Nobody Parks in LA, which is the original, yeah. original idea, Great which title. I should mention the star of that is Taya Gill from Queer as Folk. Oh, wow. Right. So Lindsay is the, is the voice of the lead. Um, so mm-hmm. that's, that's really cool. And I think the trailer for that is coming out on June 9th, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I don't want to, I'm not quite sure. I don't want to, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's coming out on June 9th. All to, to coincide with the new Queerest Folk that's coming out. Yeah, yeah. Pride, you know, there's a lot going on. So I think that Linda was working at getting at least the trailer for that. Um, and then more episodes of that will, will follow. And um, yeah, like it's, it's, a, it's a cool, it's a cool um, thing to slide into. You know, like like I said, it's my school. I could do it from home. I'm I'm super super happy with it, and and I trust Linda implicitly. So that's the nice thing too. Like I'm not worried about how it's going to turn out. Like I just 100% trust in what she's doing and and everything. So yeah, we got we got good stuff. We needed this catch up. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And I don't know. Are doing you're doing any more writing? with another book or? I do I do have an idea and again I started with my cards yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it all it all culminated with that visit it, like that. So. <laughs> I can add it if you don't yeah. want to say about right it, but. like it all started with that visit home in February like I realized just from talking to my friends we're all kind of in the same age bracket and our parents are in the same age bracket and we're all dealing with the same things with our parents and we're all handling it differently. And I thought that's a book. So, so yeah, it'll, it'll, that'll be fun to get going on. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of those things where like, for me, I just open up my notes on my phone and I just put in ideas and funny stuff and then close it up. And I know that it's there. And when I really can focus, I will sit down and hammer out my, you know, my arc, my storyline and all that. So yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, there's a couple of cool pokers in the fire. Yeah, that's great. You know, you never, if you keep working at stuff, working yeah. at your passion, eventually something else comes around. And I think collaborating with other people, like what you're doing yeah, yeah, with that Linda is so awesome. You know, and I've- She's offered to do it for us too. She was like, I'll put you guys in cartoon form too. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm there. Let me know. I'd like yeah. to be a cartoon as well. I'm sure I will do better. You don't have to worry because you always look the same. In fact, <laughs> yeah. if that does happen, this is so funny because my sister always tells me I look, I dress like a cartoon because I pretty much have the same thing that I wear all the time. Like you look like Fred Flintstone when you looked in his closet. He had all the same suit. <laughs> yeah. We always wore the same thing. Wore the same thing. Yeah. I have, you know, I play my shows, long black jacket, something underneath that's probably black jeans or black pants and not a black shirt. It's just funny. And so I'll go into work and I'll tell her now, of course, this is, you know, I always usually wear this, my shirt for work, but she's like, I'll go into work 
if I'm wearing something different or on a weekend and I'll be like, what do you think? Do you like this outfit? And she goes, it's hard to tell because you always wear the same type of thing. You're like a cartoon. My mother, <laughs> my mother always called my clothing the lesbian uniform. <laughs> I call <laughs> my jacket my uniform. It's T-shirt and jeans. Yep. That's us. Happy pride, man. <laughs> right, right. Happy pride. I right, was well, we're gonna we're getting snapped off here in a minute. So okay, um, okay. Enjoy your week and uh, let me know. Um, let me know where you're at. <laughs> I will let you know what's happening, and I'm going to be having a little more of this to start my night for the Zoom. Yeah, that's what you do. Why do you always run back to? It's like never stop chasing your dreams. That's true. My addiction. We and drank I way confess, too much whiskey. My addiction. My addiction is you. Jealousy reveals my rage.